I'm Jeff Cook. And I'm TJ Wilson. And this is Around the Circle. I'm walking slowly. I'm taking my time. All I could talk in is starting to rhyme. I'm letting go lonely, letting go of strife. I just can't get enough of this beautiful life. The Enneagram is a map of the human personality. It's a tool for navigating relationships. It creates language for what motivates us and helps us look at the way we look at everything else. Most importantly, the Enneagram is a mirror because sometimes you need help seeing yourself. My name is Jeff Cook. I am a philosopher, pastor, and writer in Greeley, Colorado. And with me is the TJ Wilson, businessman, lover of theology, and Enneagram Ninja. Hello. My man. Hey. We talking about the threes. Yeah. We are going around the circle with the basics. Like we do. Of each of the types. I have noticed from our first two podcasts, though, these haven't really been all that basic. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we actually have hit some depthy, darker kind of topics. Yeah. And if we're spending an hour on each type, then it's definitely not basics. We're going to do the depthier dive. So here's the thing for that I've discovered about you and I on these friends. Yeah. At least my own self-understanding is... I really approach this systematically. I love the wisdom mm-hmm. that people who can get in tune with the wisdom of the Enneagram offer, and I just can't get there. Sure. I'm just all systems. I'm, I've, I, it's like the mathematical spreadsheet approach to Enneagram is yep. where I live. Plug in the formula. But yeah. you, got, you got your nine superpower relating to all the types in their type. What do you call that? You... Uh, I, I see multiple sides to everything. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. yeah. I'm just a self-absorbed person, apparently. <laughs> well, there's a way to make yourself better. So. This is. Yeah. That's our structure. Yep. Here's uh, the systematic paired with the wisdom. Yeah. It works. It's, uh, apparently. It's bones and flesh right there. Yeah. Um. So today, we're going with the threes. Yep. We got some threes in our lives. We do. What do you appreciate most about the threes? I think I think my answer is twofold here. Uh, threes are the easiest to tease because a it gives them attention, which is what they're looking for. <laughs> they sure. want the focus to be on them in the first place, and b they are able to enter into places of self-deprecation a lot easier than a lot of other types because they automatically spin it into something positive. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like, it's just really fun and easy to tease threes, which I love to do. Um, but really, um, the threes in my life are very good at helping me see the way out or the way up Mm. in a lot of ways. Like this is like, how do we not just make something better, but make something as successful as it can be. Yep. How do we take this really negative situation and bring about a positive from it? Yeah. And and sort of like like the that aggression, the the sort of pushiness of threes to to constantly be doing something is really motivating for me. Yeah. Y'all will know that I am married to a gorgeous woman who is a three. The thing I have realized with both my relationship with you and my relationship with Kelly 
is that your voices in my life contradict and often step on my self-critical side, mm. uh, where you pacify. Uh, I will start critiquing myself on some you know, useless path, mm-hmm. and Kelly will take the details of my self-criticism yeah. and immediately transform them into, no, you're being successful here, and you need to own that, that mm-hmm. you are actually moving things forward in brilliant, beautiful ways and yeah. motivating energy that I gain from her, among so many other things, is just a treasure to have in my house. Right. <laughs> when I'm coming home, I'm beat up, and I'm like, you know what? That just that just was terrible. Sure. And what I hear instead is, let me tell you about how wonderful this is mm-hmm. and why we're going the places we want to go. I'm like, yeah. hell yeah, that's where we're going. <laughs> um, the um, encouragements... The, I, I'm really attracted to just the ambitiousness mm-hmm. of threes. Obviously, I want to make things better, but I often don't have overflowing reservoirs of energy for that. Right. And surrounding myself with aggressive types. I love being around aggressive types because I want to be better and I feed on their energy. And that's one of those places where, you know, sometimes you do need withdrawn friends because it's time to rest and we're going to just you know, need to be go, go, go all the time. Right. But there are times for action. Yep, that's true. And that I don't love the aggressive types in my life, but I do need the aggressive types. <laughs> <laughs> the, and I imagine that ends up being real common. Mm-hmm. That might be a real uh, what a hard spot for some aggressive types who feel like they're going all the time and aren't honored in those spaces. Sure. All the types that I imagine have difficulties with how they come across to others. And that would be that for, for the aggressive types. <laughs> that was kind of a meander. Yeah. Okay, fine. so. It's fine. So to get into each of the types, we are talking about you and your story. So if you're a three, this is your story. And Dal Miller, who is a fantastic author, talks about story requiring a character who wants something and overcomes an obstacle to get it. The goal for so many of the virtue traditions from Aristotle to Jesus to the the Buddha and beyond is joy. It is human flourishing. It is a sense that things are whole and complete. And that's the promised land. And one of the things that Enneagram shows us is what we look like in our type when we get there. And we have obstacles between here and there. And that obstacle is our shadow side. Um, And so what we're going to talk about is our desires. You are a character that wants something, and there are obstacles. You have a shadow, and you are going to overcome that shadow in order to get the thing you want. And what you really want is to flourish and to be alive as you know you are made to be alive. And so that's where we're going, and we're starting with, we're not starting with the threes. We're continuing our deep dive, going through all the basics of each of the types, Mm -hmm. and we're on to the threes. Yeah. So uh, three is a number. Yep. But we call the threes. What are some names for threes? Yeah, some of the good names out there. Uh, the performer or uh, the motivator when they get real healthy and, and use their powers for others. Uh, and uh, we really like the successful achiever. Lots of energy there. Yeah. We're going to do some stuff. Yep. Get on stage. Yep. There's things to do and they're going to do it. You were the show. Yeah. You were fantastic. Yeah. And that pushes into their motive. Right. Because their motive 
is they 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 desire to appear successful, uh, to do things that are of value, to achieve the goals that they are aiming at. Quick note: it's not just be successful; it's appear successful. Right, and uh, we need to talk about that. Yeah, what what is the difference there? So, um, uh, part of their their basic fear is is about the appearance of failure. Um, and this is all because they are in that heart triad. Mm-hmm. And so um, like twos and fours, they take in the world through their feeling center. So they observe the feelings, the emotions, the needs of others, and they work to gain acclaim, gain attention. That's uh, what it is. Gain praise by doing things that are worthwhile. What's really the target is the attention. Right. And the way you're going to get attention is by appearing successful. Right. The success isn't what's really most important. Right. What's really most important is the attention. And you can gain attention for your success by making it look like you're successful. Yes. You don't necessarily have to actually be successful. You just have to look like it so that other people will tell you how great you are. So their intelligence center is the heart. Right. Threes are interesting because they're in the middle. Yep. And we'll talk about this as threes, sixes, and nines. Uh, You have a a great way of describing this in terms of how threes take in the world through their heart. Mm -hmm. Um, Mostly stolen from Suzanne Stabile. Well, there you go. uh, The godmother of the Enneagram. (laughs) Uh, threes, sixes, and nines are the anchor points for each intelligence center. And so we take in the world through our primary center, but we do not engage the world through our primary center. So what that means for threes is that they are scanning the space, they're scanning the room, looking at uh, what other people feel, what other people, uh, they're using that emotional center to gauge the world around them. And then they sort of put that to the side and use their other two centers to actually become the thing that they're, they're trying to be. Yes. Uh, So they have equal access to thinking and doing, but they do not use their feeling and center to actually engage the world. So just as nines are going to take the world in through their body, Mm -hmm. but be action repressed. Right. And just as sixes are going to take in the world through their head be thinking repressed. Right. You don't engage the world through your body. You don't engage the world through your, your head. Threes taking the world through their heart, through their emotional center, mm-hmm. but don't engage the world yeah. through their heart. So, so they can be feeling repressed both in terms of their own feelings and the feelings of others, yeah. But it's the effect that they have on other people. Ooh, talk, we'll talk about that. Yeah, so uh, this is true for threes, sevens, and eights. Uh, being that feeling repressed place, they don't have a clear picture of the effect that they have on other people because they are not in touch with their feeling center as they engage the world. Oh, that's good. That's good. Well, we'll get that to that in a minute when we talk about stance. Right. Um, A couple last words, though, on their intelligence center. Um, Hard types are past oriented. Mm Mm-hmm. Because their underlying feeling is shame. Right. Thoughts on that? 
So this has to do with what is essentially the basic fear for threes is that they don't feel like they have any value. Mm -hmm. This is why they need to appear successful, but because they feel like in the core of them, they don't have any value. And so they want other people to praise them for the things that they do, because that means that they have value. Now, their shame comes in through that feeling of not having any value in and of themselves. They don't want other people to know that they are worthless, and so they hide it, and they shut down to it. The move, how they get what they want then, mm-hmm. is an aggressive move. Right. They want that value. They want that attention from others yeah. to establish their value, and they are going to demand it. Right. So talk about their stance on that front. So threes, sevens, and eights, all in this aggressive, demanding stance. This is their repressed center. They're repressed in their feeling space. And that means they are. They have a place to go, and they are going there. And they're going to do it whether you say so or not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, um, and, and so threes, demanding attention looks like the type of people who are always trying to get your attention and to and doing things to so that you will tell them how great they are threes love gold stars Be, and they love the chart with the gold stars because then everyone else can also see how many gold stars they have love twitter followers yeah loves the th- thumbs up yep absolutely loves the uh the stage and the Oscar trophy. Mm-hmm. All the ways that that there is a public acknowledgement of their value. There is something about all the cultures in the world where some of the types are more of the face of a culture sure. than others. Yeah, Some folks mm-hmm. really want to name that American culture right now is a three-ish Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Culture. We raise up achievers. Yeah. Um, there's debate to be had whether whether we are a meritocracy or not. Uh, but but the idea that Ooh, you yeah. get praise for the things that you do. Think about how much yeah. money we pay uh, sports celebrities. Yep. Think about how much say people who have never done anything but are somehow on TV get in how the world works the amount of acclaim and praise that 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 celebrity culture gets is entirely because of the threeness of our society yep yeah people are going many of us are going thousands of miles an hour trying to get the spotlight yeah over and over and over and over and over again and that is the mark of success yeah and people are blowing through cash mm-hmm. to be on that stage. Right. I think you're right on that front. I don't think we are a meritocracy. I think because it's in in that three space, it's the appearance of yeah. success. The and that's and that's very that's different. Right. It's not actually success. Right. It's just that, oh, we're gonna hold this person up. Yep. Because yeah, they look the part. Yep. We get fooled frequently on this front in American culture. Yeah, in terms absolutely. Of, I mean, how many idols have fallen, you know, in the last 20 years? This person is elevated. They mm-hmm. are, you know, um, I mean, Cosby comes to mind, a handful of the Me Too, the, the folks who have 
um, be a bit exposed through me too, yeah. rightly so. Yeah, have have found pairs successful, and yet really there is a ugly side there. Yeah. Um, well, and even the the entire existence of reality TV mm-hmm. is this is a shining example of what this sort of threeness is mm. because reality TV is not real. Yeah, right. That's like a- <laughs> it's just not. And and we but we especially in the beginning of the reality TV movement, we assign this sense of like these are real people doing real things. And and we give them a claim because of how real it is. Yeah. When all of it is a lie and like it's just trying to get us to pay attention to them. Yep. That's it. Are you familiar with uh, this stuff going on in Major League Baseball right now? No. There's there's the a handful of managers got called out for for cheating scandals. Um, but again, you're okay. not good at playing baseball. You are good at appearing right. like you can yeah. play baseball yep. because you are being deceptive. Yep. In Drug there. abuse in the sports world yeah. is that. Drug absolutely. abuse. Yep. That's a huge thing. Man, if you haven't got a chance to see Ken Burns' uh, inning 10 of the his baseball documentary, it's fantastic. He does a thing on Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds is one of the best baseball players ever mm-hmm. in never getting the spotlight. And then the home run uh, race between McGuire and Sosa yeah. takes place and he's just like well hell if that's where the attention's going to be and dude comes back after that season mm-hmm. where i don't know if you know this like there was this home run chase they were mm-hmm. trying to break a record barry bonds comes back the next season he's got 40 pounds of muscle yeah added yeah to his frame and he just starts crushing baseballs mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's just he's just steroided up yep um and it's all not real it's it's yep. drug-induced success so. Metaphor. Yeah. There is, um, I'm at, well, we'll get to that when I suppose when we get to eating disorders and addictions, I bet. Right. Um, there is, uh, so that's that's the primary, your desire and how you get things. Mm-hmm. Um, moves into the harmony triad, uh, what we also call the affect group. Uh, how do threes connect with the world? So threes are part of the pragmatist group. That's three sixes and nines. And the they all are are trying to figure out what works. So we've talked about the uh, idealists who have an, a particular, like this is the way the world could be or should be. Mm-hmm. You have the relationists uh, that this is how everything relates to each other. And then the pragmatists, what works, what is functional, what does the job that I'm looking for, and um, just trying to assess the world in that way. I forgot about the titles that we gave to the idealists, uh, relationists, and pragmatists. It was kites, anchors, and magnets. Yep. Ones are kites. They're idealists. They have this this vision of how things could be. It's almost as though they're flying. Mm-hmm. For the Twos, fives, and eights, they are the anchors. There is a expectation of rejection in relationships that keeps them grounded in terms of how they connect to the world. And we go through that in our uh, podcast on, on, the, on the affect groups. But this last one, threes, they're the magnets. Threes, sixes, and nines, they all attach to things that give them what they want. Mm-hmm. I, I always find this the easiest of the uh, affect groups to understand. Threes attach 
connect to the world. They attach to relationships that give them attention, whereas sixes attach to those who give them security and nines attach to those who give them autonomy and control. Mm-hmm. Threes are going to win love through their achievements and image. And when someone gives them the praise, when someone gives them the attention that they seek, that's going to be the one they're drawn to most. Right. Either the job they're drawn to most or the mm-hmm. person they're drawn to most. Yeah. Thoughts on on threes connecting to the world? Well, we, um, in the twos, we talked about sort of the... Um, positive and the negative and, and pragmatism being, um, like, like figuring out what works and, and threes want to know what works and what doesn't so that they don't waste their time on what doesn't work. Yep. And, and that attachment is about sort of drawing in the things that do work. I'd never thought about that, but there's the efficiency. Yeah. They're they're very concerned with efficiency and, and, because of that pragmatist sort of outlook. So going to have a, when they're not getting the attention they crave, this is going to create a problem. Problems are solved by our coping style. One, threes, and fives are all going to have the same coping style. Uh, how do three solve problems? And they're part of that competency group. Yep. And this is um, sort of putting aside the emotional aspects and the the subjectivity and trying to figure out what is the best solution for this situation Yep. and trying to do it in a really objective way. It's real hard to be objective for most people, but this is what they're attempting to do. What is the best practical solution? This is where that taking in the world through your heart, engaging the world through thought and action Mm -hmm comes out for me for the threes and yeah. it's easier to understand if they're solving problems that way through effectiveness mm-hmm. that's not about emotion right that's not about like your feelings sir that is about i'm looking out at the world coldly what is going to give me the success so that i feed my primary desire right and that's just done in a yeah in a competent fashion yeah one writer put the way the three might wrestle through a problem is to say there's an efficient solution to this. We just need to get to work on it. Yeah. One of the interesting things to me about threes is where their energy goes with problems. Mm. One's anger is going to go inward mm-hmm. and there it's an inward direction. Twos, as we talked about, have an outward direction yeah. with the attention of those out there. Yeah. Threes are going to be going both directions, threes, sixes, and nines all have this move mm-hmm. where the three wants to have a certain image, not only from those around them, but also an image for themselves. Yeah. Threes want to see themselves as successful right. as well, right. uh, appear successful to themselves. Mm-hmm. Do you have thoughts on that? Well, Ed, this is something that... Um, is is very very common in threes is is this uh, sort of chameleon esque effect. Uh, so in that that sort of scanning the room to figure out what people want and desire, the thing that they're looking for is what do I need to be in order for in order to receive the acclaim, the attention that I'm looking for. So they will actually change into 
the thing that they think is going to give them the most attention. Yep. And and it it's not that they're it is deception in the sense that they are not being sort of true to themselves. Um, but they are able to just adapt. It's an adaptation to their surroundings. Mm -hmm. So if, if the thing that will get me the most attention is to be the class clown in this situation, then I will be that class clown. If the thing that's going to get me the most attention from the people that I'm desiring it from is to be the best student, then I will be the best student. Yeah. This is one of those places that threes can really hit a pitfall because right. the culture around you might be toxic. Right. And if you are desperate for the attention of the surrounding culture and it requires you to, to go into the gutter to get it, it's going to be a mess. Right. So and that often, I imagine that's often a temptation for a lot of threes is mm. I got to get the attention and that's where it apparently it resides. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about the shadow of threes in a minute, but um, we've started to introduce the arrows here. But when solving a problem, when when threes, uh, when the coping style doesn't work, they're going to reflect nines in stress, mm -hmm. and this can be a real healthy move. Right, save them from getting the attention of everybody around them and centering themselves as nines would. Um, what's the high side of a nine for threes? Well. Um Threes going to nine, uh, like all of us go to a sort of go to a different number in stress places. And it can't be said enough that 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 does not change our motivations. Uh, it just means we go somewhere else to sort of pick up some behaviors. And when threes go to nine, they start to pick up some of the um withdrawn aspects, some of the um, lack of doing, some of the uh, less aggressive parts of nine. And, and in really healthy places, like we all have stress responses. We all go to these places in, in stress. You can do it in a healthy way or an unhealthy way. And so when threes go to nine in a healthy space, they don't have to be doing something all the time. Yeah. They they start to recognize that they don't have as much effect on the world as they think they do, and they can actually calm down a little bit, and everything's going to be all right. The aggression isn't getting you what you want, apparently, if you hit that stress point. Right. You're going to take a step back. Eights, likewise, withdraw. Both threes and eights withdraw from an aggressive stance. Mm-hmm. Take a step back, eights to five, threes to nine. Right. What I see in threes is it's, okay, I'm going to find a peaceful space. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take a step out of the spotlight for a minute. Yeah. Um, specifically, what I see in threes is that they want to make sure that all the relationships are cool, that there's no tension. Mm, sure. Because if there's tension, if there's a fight, I'm not going to be able to get the, 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 the sort of attention that I want. Mm -hmm. um, I need to make sure that things are on the up and up so that I get the sort of attention I crave. Unless the attention you crave is violent. Uh, I, I, some threes I can see desiring the conflict. Like that's the attention they actually want. They want to be in the middle of the ring fighting people. Mm, sure. Um, 
and their step towards nine is a little bit different. Right. Um, it's I need to get out of the ring for a minute, go play golf, then sure. get back in the ring and start fighting people again. Yeah. Um, there is the the lethargic side to nines. Yeah. The there's a there is the of low course side. a low side. Um, the the unhealthy aspect of going to nine would be. Um, laying on the couch and not doing anything yep. and and sort of losing your drive to get anything done. Threes that are prone to workaholism, mm-hmm. I imagine, can hit walls where that's where they go. Yeah, absolutely. And that would be the low side. Yep. Like you've stumbled into, like as we've said with the other, uh, with ones and twos, like sometimes you just hit the wall and it's hard to go to the high side of your stress number. Right. At that point, you're probably going to go to the low side. And yeah. That may look like an unhealthy nine. Yeah. Um, this invites the shadow side. Uh, there's, there's, uh, just like all the types, the, the nine is going to, because of their desire, their motive, how they get it, there's going to be some, some ugly sides to this. And so we've identified the sin fixation and fear of threes as vanity, deceit, and the fear of being worthless. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about uh, the sin is deceit. Yeah. Uh, imagine that's real clean, the line from I am demanding attention yeah. to the shadow side. Yeah. Well, and, and I mentioned this before, that sort of chameleon aspect, and it's um, changing yourself into whatever you need to be in order to appear successful in order to gain the attention that you're looking for is a lie. Mm -hmm. Uh, When you aren't, when you're abandoning your own values, your own, uh, your own truth, if you will, in order to create an appearance that'll get you the the acclaim that you're looking for, then you're lying. Yeah, if, the, if you are focused on the mask mm-hmm. and you become the mask, yeah. uh, you've lost yourself. Right. <laughs> and and often the deceit is is actually a, a very internal deceit. It's it's you're lying to yourself. Because yeah. the because it goes both ways. Right. It's I lie to myself, I lie to those out, outward and that's the temptation. Right. So so threes will often be really uncomfortable with the idea that s- deceit is their s- their sin and it's because they are unaware of the fact that they are lying to themselves. Yeah. Yeah. And well, a- and hiding the ways that they we we call it reframing, but it's whenever failure comes up for a three, they are doing everything that they can to make sure that other people don't see that. And so they'll reframe that failure into something successful. Uh, and, and another way of saying that is that they're lying. Yep. And, and this, that is a place with their, where the self deceit is much more evident. That moves from their heart. Sins are part of the, are enjoyed, experienced in the heart. Mm-hmm. And that moves into the head as vanity. Yep. So you have deceived yourself into thinking you're so great, and now it mater- materializes in the mind mm-hmm. as a vain sense of... How would yeah, you define and vanity? And it's a, a focus on the self and thinking that everything is about me. There it is. Yeah, and this is this ties oh, into you have lied. you've lied so effectively to yourself. Yeah. Now everything is about me. Right. There it is. Yeah. All of this is... I loved how you, you pitched this before in terms of the heart triad, 
moving away from shame. Mm-hmm. That's very much the fear here for threes is the fear of feeling worthless. Yeah. Something has happened in the past and, yeah. and I don't want to feel like that again. Mm-hmm. And so their stance is aggressive and it's future focused. So I'm going to succeed now Yeah. because at the heart of all of this is I just don't want to feel worthless. Right. And, and I will do everything I can to make sure that nobody sees the worthlessness that I feel. Yep. That worthlessness can, real unhealthy threes, this can come out of them towards others. The threes who fear they are worthless will make the people around them feel like they lack value by treating them arrogantly. Mm-hmm. Um, and that would be a materialization of the fear, of the sin, of the fixation in terms of the relationships. Yeah. And a sense, a, a sort of projection. Yep. Yeah. One list has threes, uh, it says threes manipulate others with charm and adopt whatever image will work. Yeah. That's kind of a summary of all that mm-hmm. uh, that we've talked about in terms of the shadow side. Yeah. Uh, like all the types, uh, threes are going to experience eating disorders and addictions in type-specific ways. Um, common to threes is overstressing their bodies for recognition. Uh, that might be like working out to exhaustion or perhaps starvation diets if having a certain body type means you're going to get the attention that you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, workaholism, obviously. Um, there is uh, one list has uh, threes can struggle with excessive intake of stimulants, we talked about steroids, yeah. cocaine abuse, amphetamines and can be a temptation for threes. And one of the last ones that I saw listed was excessive surgery for cosmetic improvements. Yeah. But that again, I think one's what see, one's threes, one's because they want to be better, better, better. So I'm gonna change my body. Threes, because I want the attention of others. Because I want to look better. And yeah, and if yeah. I look a certain way, then I will gain. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of there's 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 clear lines from there's their the things that they're prone to be addicted to to appearance. Yeah. Workaholism, stimulants, a, a lot of these things like even like the overstressing the body, um, this is all about presentation. Mm-hmm. Like all of these things are about wanting to appear a certain way. Mm-hmm. Sometimes literally I want my face to be better than it actually is. So I will get surgery to make my face look nicer. Oh, that's an interesting way. Of, yeah. To spend that. Workaholism mm-hmm. is I want the people that I work for or that work for me yep. to think that I am successful, yep. therefore I will work as hard as I possibly can to achieve that success. This is one of those places where, again, the three mindset is kind of spilled into others, other types. A very common response to, hey, how are you doing, is I'm busy. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. How are you? And then we describe what we've been doing. Yes. Yeah. And it's not, I mean, it may be the case that you're reflecting to the person who's asking, I feel like I'm exhausted. I've been working a lot. Mm-hmm. But for the three, that that commonly can be. It's a badge of honor. I am doing yep. things that matter yep. and am worthy of accolades. Yep. Uh, one of the lists that we uh, have been uh, working through 
says, I will become present to my life only when. For the threes, the list says, I will become present to my life only when I have accomplished enough to feel successful and worthwhile. When I have all the admiration and attention I want and feel completely outstanding, then I'll show up. That is a, as with all of us, that is a sad thing to be aiming for because you will never achieve that. The thing that needs to be said is when I rest, when I take space, when I pause and am in places of silence and stillness for threes, solitude. Yeah. When I'm in those places, I will recognize that I have accomplished a great deal. Mm -hmm. That given who you are naturally, you are successful and live a worthwhile life. That you do have admiration and attention from people who matter and you don't need to chase it anymore. Yeah. And and that you have... Like, look at the things that you have done and the people who care about you. You obviously have value. You're working for what you already got. Yep. Oftentimes. Yep. There is a, there is a invitation to all of us for balance, but this is one of those places specifically for threes. Mod- well, for sevens, eights, and threes, aggressive types, moderation mm-hmm. is a primary virtue right. that needs to be identified embraced who is it that moderates their lives very well around you that you can reflect take on those character traits that's a good place to be mm-hmm. uh wake up calls yeah so you under so again you're a character who wants something overcomes obstacles to get it oftentimes in a story there is a wake up call like i really need to change uh the character discovers i need to change and that's the start of the adventure um for threes Some of the wake-up calls we had listed, these are pictures of threes moving to places of unhealth, or these are red flags that perhaps you might discover in your own life. You're like, oh, here's the thing that is showcasing unhealth in my type. So one of them would be, and we talked about this earlier, is just being dishonest about your own self-image. Yeah, so if you're telling a story and one of your friends says, that's not how that happened. Yes. (laughs) And you're like, wait, what? That isn't how it happened? And you start to remember what actually happened? Maybe that's an opportunity for you to do some self-reflection about how you tell stories and what kind of image you're presenting to the world. My beloved grandmother uh-huh. would would just lie about st- ah, stuff. Sure. But yeah. her, her husband, my beloved grandfather, Tom uh-huh. Vaughn, would always call her out. And they're both yeah. from the South. And, and all of a sudden, I'd hear from the other room, uh, Papa Tom say, now, now, Mary Jo, now, that ain't right. And she'd go, well. Always <laughs> Mary Jo, that ain't right. Yeah. Well. <laughs> and which, then, which means I got caught. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> but also, yes. let's take it a step further. And when you threes get called out on your lies yeah. and you immediately reframe that into something positive... This is another opportunity for you to stop and reflect and possibly grow. Mm -hmm. Because some of you are listening to us talking right now and you're saying, well, this is why I do that. And this is the value of it. And it's totally fine. And it's great. (laughs) And it's, I just make up numbers because they're fun. No, you're lying because you're trying to present an image. 
and it's okay, but maybe this is an opportunity for you to reflect a little bit. You need some ones in your life. Sure. Threes and ones are a great combination. Yeah. You just, it just push into the overemphasis of <laughs> honesty that comes out from ones. Yeah. Uh, threes can suffer from physical exhaustion, from being workaholics, from yep. chasing, 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 chasing. And that's yep. a red flag. Yep. Kind of talked about that already. but Yeah. And hopefully you recognize that before it's too late because people can burn out real hard from this. One of the things that this hit me, it was exploitation of others and lack of concern for others' feelings. Yeah. That that's a big red flag. Mm -hmm. Are you exploiting the people around you in order to gain that extra little bit of notoriety, mm -hmm. attention, success? Threes can easily be users of others. Yeah. Because there's your magnet side. And yeah, the that sort of pragmatist thing is like you offer me something that I need in order to appear this way. And so I'm gonna use you for that purpose. Yeah. It's a different way of conceiving the magnet. It's mm -hmm. not that you're attaching for attention there. Right. You're attaching it's it's an attachment to a tool. To a tool, yeah. That's it. Yeah. And seeing other people as tools. This is another place that threes are going to struggle is with their own narcissism mm -hmm. is um, being, I'm the big show. I'm the one who's important here. And therefore, everybody else isn't. Yeah. Everybody else is a tool. It's dispensable. Useful yes. when they're useful Ooh. and dispensable, dispensable when they're not. That's a tough word. Yeah. <laughs> I had last one was uh, concealing emotional distress. So this is part of that deceit and that disconnection from their feeling center. Mm -hmm. It's it's all about hiding their own vulnerability because this looks like failure. Yep. 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 And there it is. And uh, to themselves. Yeah. What threes really want is worth, but will settle for image. Mm -hmm. Love that list. We yeah. keep coming back to this. Threes want worth want value, um, but will settle for the mask. Right. And again, all of these pieces are just, you know, we're just turning the diamond, as it were, seeing different angles on on the colors of, of threes here in the dark side. Um, but those are the wake-up calls. Right. Am I settling for image mm -hmm. um, when you really want worth? So, road to health. This is We've said this a handful of times, and this is in our Liberation podcast, but when... Threes give up or, um, yeah, when threes move beyond their basic desire to feel successful, what happens? Well, they, they start to display some of the really great things that only threes have. Um, we, we've talked about holy ideas, and this is a particular refraction of the divine. Like each of each type has puts on display a particular quality that that the others want to see and don't have easy access to and the one for threes is uh it's hope and harmony and so this is um this is a sort of positive outlook this is a um, looking at what could be and and um understanding the way that things connect to each other 
And when threes are able to, when they get into really healthy places, they put on display that things can be great and things will be great. And there is a road to the the kind of happiness and goodness that we're looking for and there's work to be done for us to get there. Let's go to good places. In my mind, if God holds all things in God's hands, if it success is about outcomes, mm-hmm. and if the future is held in the divine hands and you trust in the outcome being there, your whole your hope is in Here's what God is doing. Yeah. You're not the one responsible for making everything successful. Right. You're not responsible for making yourself appear successful because your future is already leading towards outstanding places. And you can rest in that, be in that. Right. My future is already settled as a release from your shame because of how amazing you are your identity now and in the as it's spoken in the future mm-hmm. you hold out that hope yeah and that saves you from your addiction to appear successful now right because it's already guaranteed and it's a it's a light on a hill for the rest of us opens up the road to your virtue threes embody what characteristic when they when they embrace that holy idea well it's a, it's a it's an authenticity so it's it's that that other side of their their sort of deceit and it's like when when they are able to get out of their shadow the not needing to appear a certain way in order to gain the things that they want they get to hold out their true selves mm-hmm. and that that tr- that truth of their value and of the intrinsic value of people in general that's it live out your value yeah in the same ways that twos when they encounter the divine understand that the love of god is entirely sufficient to fill their emotional bank account because the lavish love of god is always pursuing them honoring them elevating them threes you have been created by a God who is seeking to create the best possible world and you're in it. Right. And you have been specially fashioned and all of your value and standing comes out of that place. And so you have all the room in the world to be truthful and honest about who you are. Right. And elevate that side of yourself. Who are you? That's actually what we want to see. Your mask is boring. Mm -hmm. You're at your mask is is a it's a it's a sandcastle. It's going to fall apart. It's it's something that just doesn't have everlasting value. Right. But you do. Your soul is is immortal. Mm-hmm. Show us that. Yeah. Authenticity. Yep. There's some but there's some good stuff that even and and we'll know this. Like we know people who, on the face of it, may not actually seem all that impressive. But when they actually unveil who they are in even in their unpressive unimpressiveness mm-hmm. that humility and honesty actually is glorious yeah um some healing attitudes for threes this is again from a list that we like uh it's maybe i don't have to be the best maybe people will accept me just the way i am yeah maybe 
Maybe others' opinions of me aren't that important. I feel like that. those are things that you should write down on a sticky note and place in all of the mirrors in your house. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe just get a dry erase marker and write it on all of the mirrors. We did a conference a while back in which I sat at the three table. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about um, solitude, that threes need solitude. Yeah. And the two threes that were at the table were thrilled about this. Sure. I'm yeah. going to totally go off. Yeah. But like solitude means like what? Going going off into the mountains by myself, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody, nobody's there and you can just be. Yeah. And they were jazzed about it. Sounds and then great. I said, oh, and by the way, you can't bring your phone to take a picture of yourself on that mountain trail. And both of them... Uh slouched immediately yeah. like yeah. i had because just taken how, something of what value. is the value of doing something like this if nobody else sees you doing it that that's the fundamental problem for threes <laughs> if you can put your finger on that yeah. what is the value of you doing something amazing for your soul and heart and mind amazing for your body amazing for just your sense of being and self-reflection all of those are valuable. Yep. Those are all valuable things. That other person's opinion of you? Not at all. Just doesn't yep. matter. Yep. Because they bring their own crap to the table. They do. This is a, this from Aquinas. Aquinas says that happiness cannot be found in the opinions of other people because other people are, are entirely screwed up. Right. And they're not omniscient. They don't actually see and know what you're actually doing. Mm-hmm. It's true. So, if you're saying, hey, how great is my mask? Well, we can all comment on the mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't matter. Mask is great. Just doesn't matter. It's not you. Yep. Um, when healthy, what do uh, threes bring to others? Well, they bring um, they bring a, an ambition. Uh, we talked about this before. Like like the threes in my life help me get things done. Mm-hmm. Uh, they bring energy. They bring encouragement. Like threes are such great motivators because they, like from that place of wanting to appear successful, they also, when they get healthy, they want you to be the best you. Yeah. And and so you have a, like a lot of motivational speakers are going to be threes is because they desperately want for everyone else to achieve the best version of themselves too. Yeah. When they healthy, the motivation that comes forth from healthy threes is rich. It's yeah. intoxicating. Yep. Um, that is, you know, I've, I've been saying this about leadership, like ones and twos can lead, but threes that are healthy will be thrust into leadership. Yeah. Partially because they want to be successful. Right. It's not just appear successful when they're healthy, authentically being successful mm-hmm. through goals and through, you know, through the results that they are chasing. Not just here's actually their healthy side. It's not just for themselves. Right. Threes are going to go to six and it's going to become much more communal. Yeah. In that, in that place of security, like in stress, we all go to a certain type in security. We all go to a certain type. So when threes find themselves in places where they're, they're really comfortable, they're, they're secure in their surroundings, they're secure in, in who they are and who they're trying to be. Um, 
they move to that six space and they pick up a lot of that six behavior. And that means that they're a lot less focused on themselves yeah. and much more focused on the group. There is a huge difference between I am helping you so that other people can see what a great helper I am. Mm-hmm. I'm helping my kids so that everybody else sees what a great parent I am. Mm-hmm. And on the flip side, I am helping you because I love you, care about you, want to elevate you, want to see you become your best self. And I am going to celebrate from the sidelines incognito. What is that? That's the wrong word. Uh, Is that that right? Sure. Yeah. I'm going to celebrate from the sidelines without a claim and cheer you on Mm -hmm. because you're amazing. Threes will do that at their healthiest because it's not about them. Yep. It's about us. Yep. And how we can raise up others. Anything else on threes? I got nothing. Hey, it would mean the world to us if you would pause and make TJ and I successful, at least appear <laughs> successful, <laughs> with a bunch of stars on our see, since this is in our primary addiction, we can ask for people to tell us how That's great true, we are. Yeah. Because yeah. this isn't a place that this you and I struggle. I, yeah. <laughs> I don't need this at all. If you would take two seconds, write us a little review. Give us some stars. They mean the world to us. And they actually help other people discover our podcast. Um, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Around the Circle Podcast. Along these lines, one of the best things you can do is just share this with people that you care about. If you know a three and you found this valuable, um, send it over to them. Um, If you dig our pop culture deep dives, we are going to continue doing these. We've done a long Star Wars series. We've done the Avengers. We are hoping to do the Harry Potter series this summer, but we need to raise an extra 20 bucks uh, to do it. So you can find our Patreon page. It's linked to our Twitter account, or you can just go to patreon.com and search for Around the Circle. Uh, We are booked through the beginning of 2020, but we are setting up dates for summer, fall, and winter of this year. We do one and two day events for up to 250 people and leadership teams for up to 20. He is the TJ Wilson. He's officially awesome. I'm Jeff Cookie. Who you aren't isn't interesting. Be who you are, and you're going to set the world on fire. Burning, 